Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host, Roxanne. I'm a mum of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. Hello everyone and welcome back to another guest episode of the Rise of Her podcast. In today's episode, I chat with Deanna from Adore Her Photography. Deanna is an incredible newborn maternity and family photographer based on the Gold Coast in Australia. She specializes in creating photography experiences that are authentic and true to each individual family she works with. I absolutely love Deanna's passion for capturing the details we sometimes forget and giving her clients the opportunity to be present while she photographs moments they can cherish for years to come. I hope you enjoy this conversation. So hey Deanna. Anna, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you here and to chat with you, learn more about your journey with Adore Her Photography. Thanks so much, Roxanne, for yeah, for having me. This is my first time being on a podcast, so I'm very, very excited that you're going to be the first one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank I'm really for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy that you said yes. To start with, like, just tell me a little bit about yourself um, and what you do with Adore Her Photography. Yes, so I am a mum. I have two kids. So my eldest is 10 at the moment and my youngest is eight. Um, I started this photography journey with um, when my daughter was a baby. Um, So, yeah, I started sort of learning um, the camera settings and my husband bought me my first professional uh, camera back when she was a little bit younger. So I used to my kids a lot to, you know, practice and and get on board with with um, the technical side of photography um, just because I, I, I'm a technical person as well, I find. Like I love, um, I studied engineering at uni and I also love the people, person um, aspect of photography as I used to be a nurse. So... Yeah, that's kind of how it started for me, mainly to just document my children and my family, um, as well as, I don't know if you remember, but back then, gosh, so long ago, I used to um, do a bit of brand repping so my, yeah. for my daughter. So she was a little bit um, my little model. So I love styling her and taking photos of her. So that's kind of how the journey started um, for Adore Her Photography. Um, and I also wanted it to be more focused on on new parents and and mothers Um, just because when I was pregnant, you know, with my own pregnancy journey, I really struggled a lot. I was always sick and throwing up. I felt really not prepared. I felt down and, and even just, you know, my mom had to beg me to get a photo of me pregnant because I just really disliked (laughs) being pregnant, um, which is a bit sad. So now I kind of want to encourage mothers to get in front of the camera with their kids or, you know, while being pregnant, because, you know, that that moment for me is gone now. And it's, it's a little bit sad that I never really got that encouragement aside from, you know, my mom saying, come on, Deanna, like, I want a photo of you, you know, with my son when I was pregnant with my son and then with my daughter, I just felt even worse because I was always throwing up. And um, so, yeah, I just want to try and encourage mums to get in front of the camera and, and really, really preserve these memories that will be lasting 
forever. I love that so mm-hmm. much. I wish had someone had done that with me. So when I had my first, I had nobody really telling me to get photos. Like I took, yeah. I think I have one photo of me when I was pregnant with my first, like that I took oh, in. Yeah. yeah. Because I hated how I looked and I was like, I'm not going to be able to get any beautiful photos. Your work, especially you capture so many beautiful images and that's something like you said that you get to keep forever you're pregnant for like nine months ten months (laughs) most of the time um yeah and yeah you you don't get that time back so I love that that's what you chose to do and you know it goes back to that as well like you are pregnant for that period of time it's it's nine months well I do recommend that we take photos from 30 weeks to 35 weeks so during that time there is that one day there that you can sort of you know, internally tell yourself, no, I can do this. I deserve this. I'm going to go get dressed up. I'm going to go and try and enjoy the moment. And, you know, the reason why I also offer it outdoors is that nature has this beautiful way of calming the mind and and just being present in, in the moment. So that's why I love you know, encouraging mums to just go for it, you know, have that one hour with me outdoors and you'll have these memories, this for yourself mainly to treasure as well. You know what I mean? It feels like you really want to empower these women to just take control of that, have that experience where, yeah, they may not really want to do it right now, but it's something that you're not going to regret having done. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And look, even, you know, you can take your phone photos and that's beautiful too you know like I'm not saying you need to have a professional to take your photos but it does make a big difference um I look back at that photo that my mum took of me and it the quality is shocking like it's so grainy now it was over 10 years ago and I I can't print it because it's just too grainy like yeah do you know what I mean like I love it still because it's there and I'll, I'll always have it even though I can barely see the details of it but that's what I mean with with a professional you will get that quality that will last you a lifetime, especially if you if you go through a good printer, printing lab. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to sort of, yeah, physically have that image for as long as as long as you like. Yeah, I agree with you. Like there's definitely a place for those more candid shots where it's like, we're just taking a quick photo while we're all together, you know, but then you have those professional ones to document that you can keep for a really long time that show your family as it grows as well. I also know it can feel super expensive when Mm. you're looking at getting professional photography done. So if someone is sitting on the fence about investing in those professional family photos, what would you say to them? I think obviously it depends on your budget, you know, like there's a photographer, like nowadays there's a photographer for for anyone's budgets at the moment. Like I've I've seen a lot around. Um, The difference that you'll have with me is that, you know, you'll have that experience. So I'm quite genuine person. Like I also also love to have genuine connections with with my clients um, as you know I've got clients that have come back to me from their first baby to their second to their third um, because I I genuinely you know go above and beyond for them so you know when you book with me you have a consult so we we go through you know what you're looking for what kind of images why is it important for you um, I also assist with styling obviously with my little your background when I styled my daughter I just love it I love making sure that everyone's cohesive and and making sure a lot of people say oh it's just you know 
it's just all these fakeness you're wearing, like it's too extravagant or whatever. But at the end of the day, having a cohesive color palette takes away from distractions from your clothing and it encompasses the moment that I'm capturing. So that's why you see that I take a lot of care in making sure that you're happy with the style of clothes you're wearing, obviously, because it is still your style, but you're but you're all cohesively, um, you know, looking your best together and, and enjoying the moment together. Mm-hmm. So I think it just depends on the type of photographer that you want to hire. But with the, with the investment side of things, um, look, it is, it's a long life personal investment. You know, you're never going to be like, I wish I never got these photos. They're, they're photos with your family, with your children, like, you know, I always say to people, the purest form of love you'll ever experience is from your kids. So bottling that up in a physical image, it's just, it's priceless to me. Yeah. Like that's how I see it. You know, it's yeah. definitely priceless. And if you're struggling with an that's okay. We can have a payment plan system. Like I, I'm always very, very open about that with my clients. You know, I've had someone say, oh, can I pay this amount for this day? And then this for this day, like normally I'm, I'm very open about it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And especially if they've booked with me before, because we have this trusting relationship, I'm always sort of, you know, I work with them with, you know, when the next payment's due and, and things like like that so there's always a way around money um but there's never you're never going to get that moment back it does cost money and it is a huge factor in why people don't get professional photography done but yeah like you said you can't get those moments back and Mm. it is putting it into a nice little package for you to remember I love all of all of the photos that I've ever had done with my family like they are Mm. my favorite ones because I know that I could just relax in that moment like because I wasn't worried about like setting up my tripod or like going and setting the self-timer or anything like that there was nothing I had to worry about it was just let's just be together and see what happens exactly no I I love that you said that because um if you think about it as like you're going I mean you're not definitely you're not going to a theme park but it's like you're going to go to a theme park and you're going to experience rides with your family you're going to have to pay for the entry fee and the food and the rides and the extras and all these things to have this experience with your family it's a similar concept but you're out in nature you're out where you know that there's no distractions it's just you and your family and obviously me but like I'm just like don't worry about me <laughs> like a lot of people are like quite okay with me like tagging along but um yeah it's just kind of you know having that experience like that more more of a genuine slow experience with your family that you probably don't do unless you go outside and go for a picnic or go to the beach or you know those moments that you mm-hmm. do with your family do you like to have your sessions with people and allow them to kind of just be because I know sometimes you can go to a, a photo shoot or something and you feel that internal pressure of like, I have to kind of perform, right? So Mm. how do Mm -hmm. you work around that when you have clients that come to you and kind of say, well, what do I need to do? What does my family need to do? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like my my kid's woken up and not in a mood. Like how do you kind of navigate that? So that's another reason why um, I try to invest good amount of time with your family because kids are very unpredictable and, you know, they, they might not, you know, like you said, they've had a bad, you know, nap during the, the car ride there and, and things like that. So um, you have to just be open about it from the beginning. So when I send that session brief, 
it has all the information there that you need to learn about how to best prepare for your photo shoot, what things we could do with your kids if they're not behaving um, or, you know, at the end of the day, every parent that I've um, worked with, they're very understanding of that and, and they don't mind because they know it's unpredictable. I'm not about the perfectly post photos. Like I really am not. If if the moment is there, I will take it. But if if it's not, then we distract, we play, we um we, we try different ways. But the best the best thing to do is just to remain calm and let your child follow your child's lead, honestly. Because if you don't and you start sit here, sit here, smile, like it's not going to, I never capture the, the photo when a parent goes, just sit and smile, sit and smile. Like I always capture it after mm-hmm. once the child's a bit more comfortable. So there, there's little cues there that I personally use as a photographer as to when I know that child's actually, okay, they've had a the little tanty, they're distracted now, let's go again. It's different little things that I think comes with um, experience. So I've been doing this for, um, goodness me, since 2017, I think it was the first time I ever actually said, yep, I'm going to do this for a business. Um, let's go, you know, let, let me let me photograph a child that's not mine because mm-hmm. photographing your own child is a nightmare, honestly. <laughs> it is it is hard. It is, it is harder than any, like, two-year-old tantrum that I've had before. They just, they're defiant to, to the parent. And that's why I always try to get involved with the child when we're in shoots because half the time they don't really listen to their parent. But if they engage with me, then they're like, oh, new person. Like, what are they doing? Like, what's what's so funny? What funny fact? You know what I mean? They just, they kind of attract towards the photographer um, if you do a good job with children, obviously. But yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how I handle that aspect of, of when someone says, oh, I want this image, this image. I'm like, I think I've been very lucky that my clients just trust me. Like I've never had someone give me a whole bunch of photos of mood board of what they want. And if they do, they usually go and pick from my own Instagram or like my yeah. own Facebook. And they're like, oh, I really like this photo. Or, they, or they'll go and pick because they like the location. And a lot of the time as well, I said, look, I, I'm more than happy to try this pose. That's fine. But just so you're aware, it may not be the, the exact same replicate because this is you and your child and you guys have a different bond. You know, yeah. you might have a different relationship, different way you connect with one another. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to capture that, not exactly the same as everybody else. And a lot of the times the connections are very similar, obviously, because babies love their parents, but it's it's the way they touch their face. It's it's what they do with, with their parent. Like some babies and kids and toddlers love doing nosy kisses with their parents. Um, like some don't, you know, every child's different. Affection is shown very differently with different kids. So uh, it's my job to to really learn what way they show their love best to their parent. I absolutely love that because those little moments where your kid touches your face, uh, they're going to get to an age where they don't do that anymore. Yeah. And when they do, you don't realize how quickly that comes across and you just wish you had a photo of it. I know. For me. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah. I'm uh, getting teary because I wish so badly, Roxanne, that yeah. I have, I look at these people's, like my clients' photos with their babies and their little toddlers and the way they kiss them and I don't have that. It makes I, me sad too. Because I know. Look I at don't her. Know. Oh my God. I'm like going to cry. No. Can they, um, yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is exactly a good story why. to tell people. Yeah, because it's exactly, it's literally exactly why I care so much about it now is because 
I didn't have, I have barely any photos with Emerald, right? And I have maybe one photo where I kissed her on, wait, because I used to snuggle into her neck and I took this photo and it would cack her up. Like she would laugh so hard. And I wish that I had good quality photos of those moments. Yeah. And just the ones where I would like hold their feet when they were so small, like just a photo of that would be, yeah. oh, I would absolutely love to have some images like that. And that's why that, well, that's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you was because I know you take so many beautiful like moments, like those images of those moments. The fact that, you know, so many of us forget about them. They go away so quickly. Yeah. It's insane. I think, I think you don't, you forget about, um, like, you don't forget the moment itself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but you forget the little details, yeah. the, the, the actual physical look. You, you never forget that feeling, I think. Yeah. But like the actual physical um, vi- visual, yeah. it's not as, it's not as like concrete anymore because as yeah. we age, obviously we lose memory unless we, we have that photo to constantly remind, remind us. us. Yeah. Then, yeah, you always have it there. But in, during, in time, it phases out. It like, it gets fuzzier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And as they grow as well, because they grow so quickly, there's new things that they're always doing. So they kind of take up space. And it's not that you mm. ever forget that memory. Like you said, like you don't forget that feeling. You don't forget it. It's just they've done something new. <laughs> and yeah. it kind of it takes up a little bit more space and that's okay. If you do have those memories in a visual, like it helps bring it up more often, I find. Like even photos from mm. my wedding, we lost a bunch of wedding photos. Oh, and no. we didn't have um, my brother recorded our wedding ceremony and he lost the SD card. And oh, no. my biggest regrets was not getting a professional in to do that for us because we were trying to yeah. save money. We were like, we'll try to save money yeah. on this. Like we'll just, we'll just pay for the photographer. And we have these yeah. beautiful photos that we love and we're so glad that we got. But yeah, yeah just when we questioned it, I wish that we hadn't when we yeah. said to ourselves like, oh, yeah, no, we won't. It's because even though I can still remember my wedding day and the ceremony, I was also so wrapped, yeah. up, wrapped up in that moment that yeah. I forgot what I said. I didn't see the people around me and how they were reacting to our wedding. Yeah, And it's the same with, with pregnancy and, and birth as well. And like newborn stages, like you're so wrapped up in that moment. Sometimes you, you kind of forget to yeah. take it and actually take it in yeah Yeah, like oh 100 percent. yeah and you're so tired and exhausted and and bless the parents honestly I love that's why I think I I specialize more in the newborn part of it because at the end of the day I'm sometimes the first person that new parents see after the hospital and you know just having that lending ear helping them through um I did a bit of maternity work when I was a registered nurse so you know just helping them you know, find the cues of the baby or settling skills. And, and I love help helping in that way as well. If I can, I will, you know, give a bit of assistance um, and tips if they wanted to take my tips and I, yep. Awesome. But yeah, it's, it's kind of that, um, that way of giving back as well. So you can tell you like really value that connection with, with these people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very lucky. I honestly, I have so many clients that I, it, it, it makes it so rewarding for me. Like I am, I feel so lucky that they come back and choose me and they print their photos. They show me their photos yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really, really um it's yeah, I, I can't even explain it with words. It's it's just <laughs> such a service that you're doing for 
for for new parents because parenting's hard you know you know we all go through it and, and we talk about it on our photo shoots you know it's the tough job it's probably the toughest job we'll ever do in, in our lifetime and mm-hmm. having somebody else to you know understand what you're going through and and you know having these photos as well on your walls sometimes like sometimes I I have to kind of you know when my kids are getting on my nut, last nerve I'm just like just go look at the photo <laughs> and take a breath because you know we all why like you know you never give up on your family and your kids and for photography having those images displayed is it's just a beautiful reminder of that you've just inspired me <laughs> to go in um actually take some time to print print my photos yeah because yeah. <laughs> that's what I struggle with most because I don't want to print off these beautiful photos not in a great quality so yeah that's what I yeah I've kind of put on the back burner but you've just inspired me to go you, do look, you don't need many printed like I've only got I've got one of all of us and then I've got one of me and my two kids and then Adam's got one of him and and our kids do you know what I mean so because yeah. there's that moment of okay I'm looking at my because you know sometimes like I use that as as like encouragement for myself so I'll look at our photo our family photo when I'm having a bad day or or I'm just like oh my god they're on my last nerve Adam's not helping or he didn't wash the dishes or whatever the hell it was I try to just look back at that photo and be like just remember that awesome moment you had with your family they love you like it's okay (laughs) you know what I mean or like if I look at me and my kids I'm like okay I'm you know, their mind, like it's it's just, in, it evokes a different image, a different memory in your mind. I yeah. do the exact same thing. I look at a, <laughs> I look at a photo of my family and be like, okay, is this going to matter in five years? Because if it's yeah. not, don't worry about it. Like it's not as That's big a right. deal as you think it is. That's yeah. a good, good way to um, reset, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. I just would love to know if there was ever a moment during your business that felt really pivotal for you, like where your mindset kind of changed about around how you run your business or yourself. Yes. Um, a couple of months ago. So I've been running the business since 2017. I was doing a bit of work as a registered nurse on the side. And then there was a pivotal moment where I said to myself, I can't focus on every little thing. I can't work. I can't be like, I can't work for someone else, be a mom, you know, do this business by myself. I need to just focus on it. And I, we had a, a, you know, deep conversation with my husband and, and he's always been really good about it. Like he's always, he, he sees the passion that I have for it more than what I did with what I actually studied. So he just said to me, just if you're going to do it, do it properly and go full in. So that's when I said, okay, I'm just going to bite the bullet, go for it. And then it's it's only really just recently where I've kind of, you know, I've done a bit of professional development where I've I've said to my I said to myself like Deanna, do it properly. Like, what do you need? Like, like, like let's let's look at the business plan. Like, what, what is your message? Like, what do you sell? Like, do it properly. You know, get your website up and running again. That's why I'm currently working on a new website to really show the message that I'm trying to show. Like, what we kind of discuss here, and and um, get more systems in place because you burn out. You know, there's people that inquire. They're messaging you on Instagram. They're messaging you on Facebook. Um, or a text message so you're constantly like you have like a million tabs open and it's just about systemizing it and and making it work like a business Mm -hmm. so that's when I said okay if I'm going to do this properly I need to do it properly and invest in in it 
because mm-hmm. I'm not going to burn myself out anymore just because I love doing it. Yeah, sure. But I also need to provide and I also need to, you know, look after my mental health. And yeah. there are ways to do it with running a business. I just have never really, I've never had a business mentor or anything like that. I just kind of like my husband's been my mid-business mentor, really. So I just said, okay, enough's enough. If I'm going to do this properly, I need to just focus on the business for a little bit until I learn what I need to do and just scale it from there. And don't just rely on, like, because a lot of my clients have been organic. So, you know, referrals and Instagram as well, but I need to sort of start systemizing it um, so I don't stress about when the next lead's coming or do you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. And I yeah. love that you said that because I think a lot of the time people forget when they're running a business, regardless of what it is, that you do need to have those systems and you do need to have processes in place because although it feels like a lot of work, you already have them. You just need yeah. to kind of, you need to put them on paper so you actually understand them. And the way that I like yeah. to look at it is if you were to hand your business over to somebody right now, would they know what to do to get it? to move the same way you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, Yeah. that's the way that I always look at it. So even just with like how I I do content, right, just just the basic stuff and how I do content, I systemize that. Like that has its own process. So if I wanted to bring someone on board, they could read that and know exactly how I would take content. Yeah, there's so much power in in having that and understanding how your business actually works and how it works as its best. Because if you don't, if you don't have it systemized, right, you don't actually know what steps you need to take to move forward anyway. Yeah. Because you've got your yeah. no baseline. Yeah. hundred percent. So, yeah, absolutely yeah. love that you said that. And that's something that you're focusing on because it it is such a massive part of growing your business. Oh, for sure. And look, I don't, I don't want to be seen either as like, you know, a, another mum with a camera. Like this is, this is our bread and butter. Like this is, this is genuinely an experience. It's, it's, it's a package like I'm not here to just undersell myself do you know what I mean like it, it's yeah. you'll get the quality because I've, I've put the systems in place like you'll get the customer service and you know you'll get the image quality that you want that you deserve um, because I've worked up until now in you know perfecting my editing skills and the way that I interact with children out on the uh, on the field or the beach or whatever it is and and you know my experience with newborns um I have experience with newborns as a healthcare practitioner so um you know it's it's these little things that I think I need to make sure that my client can see that sets me apart from somebody else being able to actually communicate what what you have to offer is Mm. yeah it's so massive in building your business in general I think sometimes like people get a little bit wrapped up in the fact that because it's a business and you're trying to grow it you you don't care Mm. but because you care you have to make it work like it has to be sustainable for you so that you can give people what is going to help them no that's so true from that if somebody came to you and was like I really want to start a photography business what Mm -hmm. advice would you give them because I see this a a little bit on groups on Facebook and things um you know people start charging before actually learning the equipment and how to use it and I I've always been a little bit against that because he, like I see I see it all the time on the Facebook groups. Someone comes in and like, oh, no, I didn't focus on it. Can somebody save this photo, please? Can, you know, can somebody fix it for me? I can't, 
you know, I didn't focus on this person well enough and they're panicked. And it's like, you can't play around with people's money or like time. Mm -hmm. Like make sure you know how to use your camera and how to um, capture moments. Do it for your friends, do it for your family, like just to practice, you know, people that aren't going to be like, oh, that's not, you know what I mean? People that are happy to just be your model, you know? And by that, I mean, when people call out for models, this is another thing, because I've been in the industry for a little while. Like I, I used to do modeling back when I was younger. And, you know, if, if you're calling out for a model, models usually don't pay a fee. So that's another thing, like understanding the business of, of if you're going to do a call out, okay, but, but don't charge. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're doing you a favor so you can practice. Yeah, TFP is yeah. really good for practicing getting like yeah. practicing yeah. your skills but it's also really good for a model to update their portfolio and oh. get those new photos for themselves so exactly. it can be a really really great exchange and there are people who like even like sometimes families they want to get family photos but it's really important to outline those expectations as well right this is yeah this yeah it's like what what I'm willing to offer this is what you're going to get in exchange so there's no like beef if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, you know, I think that's great. I think that's the first step on, you know, you knowing that you you want to start this as a business, but but just sit down and, and write down how you're going to do it, what your packages are going to be. Like, are you quite comfortable with, with the way you work your camera? And if not, maybe just spend another couple of months practicing it. Like, yeah, there's different ways to help yourself get started I mean I know there's a lot of educational content out there as well but for me I think personally I would just start with knowing your equipment knowing how to use it okay so we'll move on to some rapid fire questions there's just five of them and if you can just answer them in a sentence or less that would be amazing okay okay don't stress (laughs) I'm ready Okay. First question is what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Coffee. No, No, look, I think it's my desire to prove to myself that I can run a successful business. What is the worst piece of advice you've ever received? Okay. Now this one was hard because I honestly zone out if I hear some kind of bad advice or bad negativity. So I can't actually remember who's given me bad advice because I have this Thing where I just like have selective hearing so I don't know I can't tell you what is the best piece of advice you've ever received so this was this came from a general manager actually that I worked with when I was doing some corporate work um, he said to me don't chase the money because if you genuinely love the process the money chases you and I, that stuck with me sometimes I want to go message him at LinkedIn on LinkedIn and be like hey you know what I I'm going to keep that. I like it. What is the most rewarding thing about your business? It would have to be when I see people's photos up on their walls, because to me, that is a true testament of someone holding true family values. What was your dream job when you were younger? I actually wanted to be a director, a movie director. I used to watch a lot of, um, like, because I'm Mexican, I used to watch a lot of telenovelas. They're all over Netflix now, I think. But yeah, I used to, as a kid, I used to have kid ones and, you know, coming home from school and, and the whole drama of it. And, and I just wanted to like do film and, and, and create stories in, on film. So good. But that's another story for another, for another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grade nine, I got my friends to come over and I grabbed my dad's film camera and then we did a movie and my little sister at the time, she was three or four and she was the little devil. 
So she was a possessed child. It was a horror film. Oh, my gosh. So she was chasing everyone around. It was so funny. It was fun. It was so much fun. Oh, so you've always been behind the camera. Uh, I've been behind it and in front of it, yeah. yeah. But I think behind it, it's it's much, for me, it's more kind of like rewarding because you get to tell your story how you want it. I love yeah. that so much. I love that piece of advice that you got. I'm going to be thinking about that all week. Oh, 100%. <laughs> make sure you tag me, girl. <laughs> okay, so did you have any last little tidbits or piece of advice that you had for anybody at all? Like maybe there's something that you think people might need to hear today. Come and book your family photos. You will not regret it. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> so I just want to thank you again for taking the time to be on the podcast today. I've absolutely loved listening to you tell me about your story and just getting to talk about photography in general with you and business thank you so much oh thanks Roxanne I'm so glad you were um you've got a really good thing going on with what you're doing so I wish you all the very best with it and I can't wait to hear the the show before you head off did you want to share with everyone where they can find more of you yep so you can find me on instagram um adore her underscore photography or facebook and also my website at www.adorherphotography.com.au i'll put everything (laughs) in the show notes anyways so people can find you there um but yeah thank you again i appreciate your time so much i will talk to you soon anyways Thanks, Roxanne. Thanks so much. Thanks, bye. Bye. So what did we think? After this conversation with Deanna, I definitely found myself looking at our family photos and realizing how much each of my children have grown and even myself and my husband, especially since the last photo shoot we had, which was just last year. I think the value of someone else being there to capture who your family is and the beauty of the details is something we all really should try to encapsulate more of. Thank you again, Deanna, for being on the podcast and thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to share and let me know what you took away from this conversation. I hope that you You all have an incredible week and I'll be in your ears on Monday morning. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Rise of Her podcast. I am a one woman show. So if you have a moment to leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you again and bye for now.